You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Hello and welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. We are back again with another live post-game show. We're covering the Dallas Maverick game and the Memphis Grizzlies. Man, this game, I was just watching it. The Mavericks got punched in the mouth today. That's the best way I can put it by a really, really, really young team. So, you know what we do? We look at the stats. It's a 29-point blowout, 133-104 to 104 tonight. The Mavericks record currently right now is 40-29 and 29 with the Memphis Grizzlies coming in with a 36-33 and 33 record. So the biggest thing I noticed that Luca struggled tonight in 25 minutes on the floor, 26 minutes on the floor, he only scored 12 points. That is not Luca's mo. Luca really struggled tonight, and speaking to the coach prior to the game, the Memphis Grizzlies coach prior to the game, they he talked about you know throwing different things at him. You know, mixing it up a little bit and being very disciplined. And that philosophy translated on the basketball court tonight with limiting Luca. I mean, I wouldn't even say they limited him with twelve points and twenty six minutes for Luca. They just stopped him. They cut him off and they were able to get this this win. Now the biggest thing that I take away is that they're gonna need a healthy Chris Desprezingas. Every game, every other game, it's something. It's a knee, soreness. They're going to need him fully committed going into the playoffs. Just a reminder, obviously we've got a back-to-back. We're trying to get out of here. So for the players, if you can proactively have your hands raised, I would appreciate it. Thank you. So we're getting started. So we're going to go ahead and add Dallas to the stream. Luca actually confirmed as well. So we've got Jalen and Luca confirmed so far. We're actually just going to roll with Luca and Jalen. So we'll have Rick, Luca, Jalen. All right, everybody, here's Rick. All right, Coach, I'll let you start and then we'll get into a couple questions. Yeah. Um, obviously, we didn't uh, <clears throat> didn't play well over the course of the of the 48 minutes. Um, a key part of this was the way we ended the first quarter. We had a, we had a six or seven point lead, maybe even had an eight point lead. Um, they were able to finish the quarter, I think, on a 9-0 run to take the lead. And then uh, they got the momentum from there. And so uh, we were never really able to get it back. Um, so, you know, very, very disappointing loss. Um, and, uh, you know, we got we to gotta get ready for tomorrow. Uh, Pretty quick turnaround. Brad? Yeah, Rick, uh, you know, before the game, 
uh, you were talking about the playoff scenario and you said a lot of people are making assumptions. Do you, do you feel in any way that maybe some of your players uh, looking at looking at that way too? What did you think about the effort tonight? Well, it wasn't good enough. I mean, you know, we just uh, we had stretches where we played well, um, but there didn't it didn't feel like there was a collective will uh, for 48 minutes. And look, that's what you gotta have. Um, and so, look, we're all disappointed. Um, we know we got to do better. Um, and, you know, I, to the extent that, you know, guys on the team are feeling like, you know, things, we got things, you know, made or whatever, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know that. I, I certainly hope that's not the case. Um, these are NBA games and you got to play them. And uh, all these teams that we're playing, forget the manpower situation. Um, you know, I was at the game last night with Memphis and uh, New Orleans. New Orleans is, is playing um, a hard, unselfish brand of basketball without three of their top players. Um, and they had Memphis down double digits in the second half. And uh, Memphis was fortunate to win the game. So, um, look, we're going to have our hands full in all these games. Um, it's okay. You know, the, the challenge, this kind of challenge is, is what we need. Um, but we gotta, we gotta bear down and, uh, we gotta do better. Allie. Hey, Rick, um, Luca just seemed obviously not like himself tonight. What do you attribute, um, you know, this off night for him being? You know, nobody really played well. So, um, it, that's hard to say. Uh, look, I, I don't think there's anybody that's happy with the way they played. <laughs> so, um, and we got to, you know, win and lose as a team. So um, we've just got to get together and, uh, and, and do, do a lot better tomorrow night. Tim Cato. Hey Rick, uh, JJ Redick left tonight's game. How much has that heel injury continued to affect him even since he's been back on the court with you guys? Yeah, it's it's been a good days, bad days type of situation. Um, you know what happened in tonight's game? Uh, he left and was not going to be able to return. So we'll uh, you know we'll monitor it on a day to day basis. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, he he will not play tomorrow. I'm certain of that. Um, beyond that, you know, we'll have to see how he responds to treatment. Um, you know, he's been going through this for, for a while now. So, you know, he knows his body, um, but I haven't talked to him yet. And I haven't talked to Casey and, you know, really the next morning is, you know, a lot of, a lot of how this stuff goes. So, um, but it was, uh, it was not good to see. That's for sure. All right. Thanks coach. Alrighty, so that's head coach Rick Carlisle. So we're just waiting on the next Mavs player. Um, if you knew the stream, uh, we're doing the Mavs post game. Um, they just took on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, and it was a twenty nine point loss for the Dallas Mavericks. So right now we're just waiting on um, some more players to address the media. But if you knew the screen, the stream, go ahead and 
hit that like button, hit the subscribe button so you can get all your notifications when we drop post-game, pre-game shows uh, for the NBA. Oh, we have like this little gap in between while we're waiting. Going back into the roster and the box score, Willie Colley-Stein came alive today. Um, you know, poured in a little bit more points than he normally is accustomed to. In 15 minutes, he had 16 points. So that's encouraging. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., he had 19 points. Dorian Finney-Smith only scored two points. That is not going to work. One of my favorite Mavericks, Jalen Brunson, he, in 25 minutes, he um, scored 15 points. But I did see um, their two-way player, Nate Hinton, he played tonight, and um, he looked like he could possibly, you know, provide some kind of spark for them if they, you know, play him a little bit. You know, as soon as he came in, he hit two back-to-back threes. And I was like, who is this guy? And, you know, realized that he was a two-way player for their um, G League affiliate team. So it'll be interesting to see how his development impacts the team and does he have a future um, in the NBA. Also, J.J. was limited as well. He didn't play but two minutes in the game before he exited. Um, And Kristaps Porzingis was out again, as we previously stated. Going to the Grizzlies, they had a monster game. Dylan Brooks, 22 points. John Morant have tw- had 24 points. Um, you had Kyle Anderson, 15. You know, this team just really um, exploded on the Mavs tonight. I think with this win, if I'm, if I'm correct, I think they may have secured eighth, possibly. Because I know that they're um, in a play-in situation. So we'll just take a look at that and see exactly what their implications are in terms of their playoff hopes. This team is, you know, I think this team is is not, the record is not really showing what this team really is, like the Grizzlies. I think that they have the talent, but it's just not coming together just yet. And I don't really follow this team like that to know. But, you know, they was in a playing situation last year. Then I just noticed, like, you know, John Morant, you know, some of the team, some of the pieces that they have around him, you know, they, they're they a scrappy team. It didn't like Jaron Jackson played either tonight. So I thought he was back, but I'm not really sure. Like, I know that he had missed significant time. But I think I thought that I heard something about him being back. But I don't think like when I what I did hear, I didn't really hear about him making a significant impact on the team. You gotta enjoy every bit of it, but uh the laughing and joking is, you know, really is us off the court. So, you know, we were just being ourselves tonight and also handle business while doing it. Adam Tyke. Hey, John, you guys clinched a spot in the play-in tournament yesterday and picked up another one tonight. Are you letting yourself feel a sense of momentum and excitement for that now that you've secured your spot? Um, job's not finished. Um, even though, you know, we su- 
care of the spotter, you know, really doesn't mean nothing. Um, we still got to, you know, finish out strong and handle business in the playing tournament. So until we do that, uh, you know, job's not done. Time for one more. Evan Barnes. Uh, Dylan said that last year's game against Portland, the playing tournament kind of motivated you guys because you guys had been in that situation and you know that that game kind of was a teaching moment for you all. So is that kind of, as the stretch goes down, is that kind of another thing that kind of motivates you guys just to get back to show what you guys have learned since that game? Um, 100%, you know. Um, I can speak for me. Um, you know, that game still, you know, sits in the back of my mind. Um, you know, we're thinking on, you know, uh, coming close to that playing tournament. And, but, like, you know, we're all motivated. Um, you know, most of our team, you know, uh, was with us during that time. So we all know, you know, um, how it felt to, you know, play in a game like that and also, you know, come up short. So I feel like, you know, we're extra motivated. You know, we just got to handle business. Uh, simple as that. Thanks, John. Next, we will have Tyus Jones. I've got you. We will start first with Parker Fleming. Hey, Tyus, a uh, great win tonight. Um, it just seems like the this offensive system off the bench really just flows no matter who's in. Would you say that's just a testament to just the confidence that Coach Jenkins places in you guys to go out and play your game? Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Um, we have a lot of freedom uh, on the offensive end of the floor, and um, that's something that Coach preaches is, I mean, play with confidence, um, use that freedom um, to to our advantage, and, and just play basketball and just hoop. So we try to do that to the best of our abilities. And, um, but it definitely comes from the freedom that he gives us. Adam Tyke. Hey, Tyus, you were unable to play in the play-in game last year in Orlando. Does that kind of add to the sense of excitement for you personally, now that the teams clinched their spot in the play-in tournament one more time where you should hopefully be available now? Uh, it definitely does. Um, last year, that was extremely tough for me just feeling – um, feeling like uh, kind of left my team hanging. I know it wasn't in my control. You can't control injuries, but um, that was the worst feeling in the world, knowing that um, I couldn't get out there and, and, and help the guys um, in, at the most crucial point uh, in the season. So I'm definitely locked in this year, uh, ready to ready to help uh, contribute um, and trying to, to, to clinch a playoff spot. Evan Barnes. Tyus, do these games and kind of like the playing stretch for you, do, do they kind of remind you of kind of, you know, what you went through at Duke a little bit with these with the tournament and kind of those, you know, high stakes, winner go home type atmosphere that you guys have to deal with? Um, in a way, in a way, just because it is um, winner go home, obviously, at the, with the playing tournament. Um, but it's also uh, a different level. It's, um, you know, we're, we're in the pros now, and but it's definitely a similar feeling. Just you got to win, take it one game at a time. You can't um, look, you know, look ahead or you're going to end up going home. So it is similar in a sense. Um, and we're just going to continue to go, you know, one game at a time like we have all year. Uh, it's been our motto and uh, going to try to finish out the regular season strong and um, continue to, to trend, you know, trend in the right direction, uh, you know, trying to play good basketball. Um, you know, at the, at the right time of the year, which is down the stretch. Does it make it somewhat easier for you because you guys have it, some of you guys have experienced it in March Madness where you guys understand that mentality a little bit more? It definitely, ha yeah, it definitely helps. It definitely helps. And, um, you know, a few, few of the guys on the team um, have, have played, 
you know, playoff basketball, have seen what the playoff atmosphere is like. Um, I know we have uh, one of the younger, you know, younger teams in the league, but um, we're still going to rally together um, and approach this, you know, as a, as a unit. Uh, and, and we're looking forward to it. Time for one more. Corey Harrison. Hey, Tyus. How you doing? Great. So what are your um, your expectations of the play-in? And like, how do you, what are you, what do you, how do you feel about the play-in? What are your expectations of it? Um, expectations is um, to win in advance. Um, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Um, you know, putting ourselves in a position to fight for a, for a playoff spot. Um, and we've done that. So, um, you know, just win by any means necessary um, in advance. And you know, we're just looking forward to. Um, you know, the playoff atmosphere. Um, we know the intensity that, that's going to be at stake. Um, it's going to be teams fighting for their fighting for their seasons, you know, seasons on the line, winner go home. Um, every play matters. Um, the small details matter because uh, that could that could be your season. Uh, so we're going to be very locked in. Um, we know what's at stake and um, excited for, you know, for the challenge that, um, you know, we – you know, that I'm excited for, you know, the challenge um, that's ahead of us. Thanks, Tyus. Thank you, guys. Uh, Luke, you don't look real comfortable now. I was going to ask you about the fall you took uh, on the concrete. Did your back bother you during the game, and, and how is it feeling now? I mean, I've been having hits the uh, last couple of games, a lot of this, but that's not an excuse. You know, the game today is on me. Uh, I wasn't here. I wasn't myself. So, you know, we got a bounce back, but that game was obviously one of the worst I ever played, and I gotta, I gotta be better than that. Uh, Corey. But how's your back feeling? Uh, I mean, now it's worse. You know, when you got cold. So, we'll see. We'll see how it is tomorrow. All right, Corey, go ahead. Hey, Luca. Um, could you touch on you know some of the sets um, you saw you saw out there from Memphis? They kind of limit the team's offense. Was that sorry? Can you repeat? Yeah, I was saying that. Um, could you touch on some of the sets that you were seeing out there from like their defense, their defensive sets from them, and what kind of limit the team's offense from what you saw out there? Uh, I mean, yeah, they they were playing great defense. Uh, they they were playing great offense too. So, you know, they have a they have a hell of a game, and you know they obviously deserve this game over us. Brad. Yeah, Luca. Uh, Rick said that uh, you know you guys played well in stretches, but he didn't see a collective will uh, amongst you guys. Would you agree with that? What did you think of the, you know, of the overall effort? Uh, I don't think we played well. Man. You know, we got made by three, so I don't think that's playing well. But you know, like I said, that's on me, and I got to do with that. Last one, Kevin. Hey, Luca, with Kristoff scheduled to come back tomorrow, how do you feel like you'll be able to get him acclimated back into the swing of things after missing the last several games as far as offense is concerned? You know, just the way we used to play before. Uh, but I think our problem right now is, is some defense, and we got to guard uh, better. So if we play good defense, uh, we're going to play good offense. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Luca. <laughs> So they was um kind of uh, brief today with the Mavericks because they have a 
another game. They're actually in Memphis today. Um, so that's why I was kind of going back and forth. Um, forgot to add them back to the stream when I got back. I did get a chance to talk to Luca. I also got a chance to speak with uh, Memphis uh, player Tyus Jones, which um, got some great question from him. Um, I'm going to try to see if they're still probably streaming over there because I know that um, – Dallas was kind of rushed, but I'm going to try to see if if possibly they're still on their stream. That's all the questions that we have. Thank you, Des. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. See you all on Thursday. Yeah, they're just wrapping up, so we're just going to go ahead and end the show on that. Um, like I said before, thank you guys for the support. Um, we're definitely going to be doing more NBA content. Um, hopefully – here soon we're going to start doing more football, more football-related content as well. Uh, so we're steady expanding, steady trying to expand the show and things like that. But thank you again. We'll try to catch you on the next one. Peace. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 